If you have these six things figured out, then creating, launching and selling your digital course will seem like a piece of cake. Whatever topic you choose, these six key decisions will make it all super easy for you. Let's discuss. Welcome. You are listening to Course Creation Made Easy with your host Rashmi. I help people give purpose to their skills and create an online course business around it by giving clear, actionable, step-by-step roadmap for creating your first or your next digital course. I do not keep any secrets, tips or tricks with me whatsoever. With this podcast, I also bring to you all the mistakes I made in my initial courses, the lessons I learned from them and how you could avoid those. Selling online courses is the most attractive business model out there because you don't have to have a huge amount of money to get started. And the costs to maintain an online course business also is very low. Not to mention, it creates a passive income stream. And by passive income stream, I mean you create the product once and keep focusing on just selling and marketing it thereafter. Everyone wants to get involved in creating online courses. Yet, not many people get started off on the right foot. Unfortunately, most course creators just blindly jump into creating their courses before they have even sold a single copy or spoken to anyone in their audience about if they would even be slightly interested in enrolling a course like this. And well, I was one of them. When I started, I was like that. But I don't want you to make the same mistake I made. An online course is a commitment. It's important to have every step on the way well planned in advance to save yourself from stressing out in the process. In this episode, I will reveal the six things you must figure out before you start creating your course. These six milestones will only make the journey of course creation smooth and a lot less stressful. Whether this is your first course or your next course, these six key decisions will remain the same. And once you make these decisions, you should not look back and keep changing them again and again. Some tweaks here and there are fine, but you're not going to overhaul the complete setup on which you started this course. In my second episode, I spoke about how to choose a topic. And I showed three different ways of bringing that topic out on the surface for yourself. So that you know what your area of interest is. And what is the topic that you want to make a course on? What is that knowledge that you want to spread? Your unique skill that you are willing to teach? I have included the link for that episode in the show notes of this episode. You need not jump right now. I will share some examples when I go through the six key milestones. If you have already listened to that episode, you know what I'm talking about. And I'm sure by now you have your course topic ready or at least have a rough idea about the area of your interest. When you spend time figuring out these six points, you will automatically end up finalizing your topic. There are many more decisions that will also implicitly get made for you. So come on, let's dive in. The number one thing that you need to figure out is whether there is a need for your course or not. Validating your course topic is the most crucial step. You might create a very high quality professional 
and authentic course content. But are there people out there who are asking for it? If they are not asking for it, then it is very less likely that your course will be profitable. So what do you do? Before you go out researching and Googling blindly, ask yourself, is your course transformational? Is it result oriented? What's in it for your student for taking your course? What kind of problem are you solving? And what is this problem worth to your customer or your student? Let me take an example here. Let's say you are teaching how to become a pro at Photoshop or any other graphic designing software. You are not just giving information about the features that the software has, but you are teaching them how to make those features useful. And after learning that, they can get a job as a web designer or app designer or design graphics for their clients. Your students can also take up some paid projects or start freelancing. Now that's transformational. You are taking your students from point A to point B. Point A is looking for a job or looking for a way to earn some extra money or looking to start a business but you have no idea. And point B is the capability to land a job, start freelancing or even start a business. You get my point? It is the emotional pain of not finding a job or needing to make more money is what you are trying to tackle here. The bigger the emotional pain which hides behind the declared problem people have, the higher your chance will be that people will commit to wanting to fix this issue. Think about the solution you are offering to this problem and work your way backward from there. Be really clear on the journey from point A to point B and how you bring your student to the final destination. Now, look at it on a larger scale. How many people in your country or in the world have this problem? How big is the market? If you want to create an online course that sells on a large scale, you got to make sure that there is market which you can tap into. Check how many are interested in learning Photoshop. Are there books on Photoshop? You can check that on Amazon. Are there other courses on it? How popular are they? How many students are enrolling in those courses? You can check that on learning platforms like Udemy, Skillshare, Coursera. Udemy in fact gives a complete analysis of all the courses on one single topic. Which is the most popular topic or which is the most popular course? What is the highest monthly earning? What is the average monthly earning you can expect? All things like that. Do some keyword research on Google. Look for threads related to Photoshop on forums like Quora or Reddit. Are people talking about it? You will know whether there is a need for your course or not. And that was our number one task to figure out whether there is a need for your course or not. Now let's see the second thing. The second thing is to figure out the expected outcome of the course for you. Let me repeat it. You must figure out the expected outcome of the course for you. Now, what do I mean by that? I want you to be crystal clear about why are you doing this? Is it money? Are you trying to make some extra bucks while doing your 9 to 5 job? Are you trying to make an impact by sharing your knowledge? Or are you looking for teaching practice for your skills? 
Are you building your brand value? What is it? Why are you doing this? The answer to this why will determine your commitment level and how much time you can accordingly set aside for building your online course business. It will decide how much effort you can put in before, during and after the course creation process. So spend some time with yourself and figure out your reason. Why do you want to do this? With that, I'm going to move on to point number three. Who is your ideal student? Go back to your list of benefits that your course offers and check how many people are asking for it. What kind of people are asking for it? Now, who are these people? Continuing with the same example of Photoshop course, where the real benefit was to land a better job or start freelancing. Think about who are these people? Are they who don't have a job and are looking for one? Some who are looking for some side hustle? Maybe someone who wants to get better at his or her job and get promoted? Or the housewives who want to be financially independent? It can be anybody. Basically, these are all those people who are on the point A on your roadmap and you want to take them now to point B. Now check where these people are hanging out. Are they on social media? Are they in some social clubs? What kind of profiles do they follow on Instagram? What their interests are? Are they a part of some groups on Facebook? Are they found on forums like Quora? Describe the problems you are looking to solve. Describe the kind of people who are facing those problems. While describing, think about their daily lives. Where do they spend most of their day? What kind of work do they do? What are the typical principles they follow? What kind of movies they watch? Or what kind of music they listen to? Now, all this information will help you design the course content and social media content you will want to make to attract your students. Your audience should feel connected with you and all the content that you share with them. They should think like, how come she's reading my mind? How come he's reading my mind? And for that, you need to know your audience well. They can be your potential students. Okay then, let's jump to point number four. How much time are you willing to keep aside for your digital course business? Digital course business is like an asset. You spend time on it once, work on it once, and it can potentially yield income for life. Once it is out, you just need to work on the tweaks and the updates and work on the marketing part of it and selling the course. But never remake the entire thing. Tweaking and maintaining something is always easier than starting from scratch. Keeping that in mind, you need to decide on the amount of work, time and money you are willing to put in this business. Course creation is not very complex, but it is not simple either. It needs patience and laser focus. And the topic of your course should be of your choice. Only then you can make it happen. It also depends on the kind of course you are planning to make. Are you teaching a concept or an idea where you're just recording yourself talk in front of camera? Are you teaching how to use a software or design a website or develop an application? 
In such courses, you can record the screen of your laptop or your computer and have an overlay of your voice. You don't need to come in front of camera. This can happen with just your laptop and a good microphone to record your voice. And the third type of course can be recording an activity. For instance, is it a course about teaching an activity like yoga or dance, pottery or maybe cooking? In such a type of course, you need to record the activity. You need to record yourself performing and teaching that activity. This can be the most time consuming because you need camera and light setup. You also need recording and editing skills. But if you are willing to put in efforts and make it happen, then it's great because the effect of a video is far more than audio and text. So it's important to know from the beginning, why are you creating this course and how much time can you set aside for your digital course business? Okay then, point number five is about deciding the price point. The price of your course has a direct impact on virtually every aspect of your online course business. From the type of marketing you can do to promote your course to the type of students your course attracts, the amount of support and attention you can provide to your students, and of course, the amount of revenue you can generate from your course sales. If you charge too little, it will erode the perceived value of your course. It will also limit your revenue potential and the marketing abilities in the process. If you charge too much, you will likely have to reduce the price in order to get some sales. And that's not what you want to do. There are just too many things you need to consider if you want to come up with a justified price for your course. And that will still be your own opinion. So why not work backwards from the target revenue you set for yourself and the number of students you are expecting to get to arrive at a revenue per student number, which is the price for your course. Say your launch target is $20,000 and you expect to get 100 students during your launch period. Then your course price is 20,000 divided by 100 equals to $200. That should be the price for your course. Now the launch target and the expected number of students depends on the size of your active email list. Now this is one way of arriving at course price. There's another way that is dynamic. When you don't have any idea about how to price a course, you start small. When the prices of other courses on your topic are just all over the place, you start small and then observe the demand for your course. Now here, by starting small, I mean start by charging $20 to $40 for your course and keep at the same price for a while. After you start getting some students, you raise the price a little. If your student count continues, raise again. Continue this until you see some resistance on the price from your audience. In this method, there is no judgment or no assumptions. Once you know the resistance point, you can then experiment around the price point and figure out the optimal price for your course. Let me tell you a true story real quick. Greg Smith is the CEO and co-founder of an online course hosting platform, Thinkific. Before he started Thinkific, Greg was working full-time as a lawyer. In 2005, he created his first online course to help aspiring law students pass the LSAT 
LSAT is law school admission test. He started with $29 price tag on his course and after watching and studying the market and also his audience responses, he increased the course price, figured out the resistance point and reached his optimal price of $389. Yes, that's right, from $29 to $389 for the same course. You can choose to include some updates every time you're going to increase the course price. Now, why is it important to decide the course price before making the course? It is important to keep a check on the worth of your course versus its decided price. Your course should be worth at least 10 times the price you're charging for your course. I always say, don't overpromise, over deliver instead. Okay then. Time for the last point in our list of six things you should figure out before you start making the course. And the last point is your choice of medium to connect with your audience. By medium, I mean, is it text, audio or video? Which one are you most comfortable with? Do you enjoy writing blogs, recording audio podcasts or going live on Facebook? You got to make a choice and make that choice very soon. And why is that? Because you need to create an original, valuable and authentic piece of content every single week from the day you decide on the topic. This is your core content that you need to work on to attract your target audience. You need to do this every single week if you wish to grow your email list and attract more students. It can be a weekly blog or a YouTube channel or a podcast show. Choose the one that aligns with your skills and the preferences of different types of your target audience. But once you are done choosing, stick with it. If you are comfortable facing the camera, I would say go for video. It is the most effective. But it also demands a lot of work. Before every shoot, you need to get ready, decide on the clothes, wear makeup, have a recording setup with camera, lights, oh, and that soundproofing to cut the echo. Oof. And moreover, learn the script and have the outline very, very clear in your mind. It can be exhausting and that is why maintaining consistency can be really difficult. If you choose text, efforts reduce drastically. You can write multiple blogs at one go and schedule them all in advance. But you need to be comfortable with writing skills, fluency in language, the vocabulary. And if you compare text and video, video can grab attention very fast. 90% of the successful digital entrepreneurs go for an audio podcast show because it's very convenient. Recording an episode is more of a natural thing to do. You don't need any big setup that you need for recording a video. Just a good microphone and your laptop are enough. You can maintain the consistency in delivering your weekly original content over a very long period of time. After all, that's the foundation for building your email list. And that is why you need to figure out your choice of medium to connect with your audience. And that was our last point. Oof, it can be overwhelming to take on so much information in one go. So let me repeat all the six points we decided to figure out before creating your digital course. 
पॉइंट नंबर वन इज देर अ नीड फॉर योर कोर्स पॉइंट नंबर टू वाई आर यू डूइंग दिस पॉइंट नंबर थ्री हु इज योर आइडियल स्टूडेंट पॉइंट नंबर फोर हाउ मच टाइम आर यू विलिंग टू कीप असाइड फॉर योर डिजिटल कोर्स बिजनेस पॉइंट नंबर फाइव वॉट इज योर प्राइस पॉइंट एंड पॉइंट नंबर सिक्स वॉट इज द चॉइस ऑफ मीडियम टू कनेक्ट विथ योर ऑडियंस एंड विद दैट वी रीच द एंड ऑफ द एपिसोड इफ यू वॉन्ट टू कीप गेटिंग मोर टिप्स एंड ट्रिक्स and if you wish to create a bigger course a more profound course and are ready to spare more time for creating launching and selling your course then stay tuned because in the upcoming episodes i am going to dive deeper into each step with more tricks and secrets leaving no stone unturned in any case your first step is to pick your topic your course topic If you haven't yet then download the cheat sheet i have attached in the description and get started pick the topic for your first digital course now i will now leave you with that actionable and wish you all the very best thank you for now and i will see you in the next episode next week bye bye